My name is Rick Renner, and today I'm in ancient Ephesus, standing on the site where the gymnasium was once located, and behind me are the ruins of the great theater of Ephesus, which played such a vital role in Acts chapter 19. There was a big revolt there against the ministry of the Apostle Paul. Actually, this city is just teeming with history. This is where the Apostle Paul came, and with the help of Aquila and Priscilla, he established the church, and ultimately he installed Timothy as the pastor of this massive, influential church. And later he wrote to Timothy, 1 Timothy and 2 Timothy. And in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1, he began to describe events that would occur in the very end of the last days. Listen to what Paul said in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. In this remarkable verse, the Holy Spirit is speaking through Paul and is prophesying what is going to occur in society at the very, very end of the age. That's the age that you and I are living in. And according to the Holy Spirit, in 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 1, perilous times shall come. That word perilous is the Greek word kalopos. The word kalopos can be translated perilous, it can be translated treacherous, high risk, dangerous times. That's how the Holy Spirit describes the very end of the age that we are living in. And since you and I are living in that time, we need to know first, what are the signs we'll see just before Jesus comes? And we need to know how to navigate and survive these end times. And that is what I'm gonna to talk to you about today. Stay tuned for a teaching you can trust, a message that will inspire, strengthen, and equip you with vital insights and understanding from the Word of God. Here is Rick. Welcome to today's program. My name is Rick Renner, and I am so excited about what we're going to be seeing today in 2 Timothy chapter 3, where the Holy Spirit tells us what's going to happen in the world at the very end of the age and how we can overcome and survive in the very end of the age. It is going to be such rich teaching all week. Please don't miss a single program and order the whole series, which is called End Times Survival Guide. It is 15 parts. It is an enormous series. And I will walk you through the prophecies which the Holy Spirit gave us about what will occur in society at the very end of the age. If you love end time teaching, you will devour this. And it comes with a study guide. And look at the size of this study guide. It is page after page after page of information, Greek words, all the points, all the principles in these programs in the study guide so you can read it while you hear it or while you see the entire series. And we're also offering you right now my book called Signs You'll See Just Before Jesus Comes. In Matthew 24, Jesus gave us explicit signs to alert us to where we are on the prophetic road to the end of the age, and you need this book. And we're also offering you today my book, which is called Last Day's Survival Guide. And today I'm going to be reading just a little bit from this. The subtitle says, A Scriptural Handbook to Prepare You for These Perilous Times. The Holy Spirit prophesied the end of the age would be fraught with perilous times. What does that mean? 
We're going to find out today. But one thing is sure, if you'll listen to the Word of God and pay attention to the Holy Spirit, you can survive these times and even thrive in these times. And that's why I wrote this book, and I want you to have it. So order yours today. You can order all of this by going online or by giving us a call right now. And please remember that when you reach out to us, we really want to pray for you. So if you'll let us know how to pray for you and your needs, we'll begin to put our prayers together with you. Jeremiah 33, 3 says, call unto me and I'll show you great and mighty things. We believe that verse and with you, we will call out to God in faith and God will show you great and mighty things. I promise you God will move, but let us know how to pray for you. But today I want you to reach for your Bibles and today we're going to turn to 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 1 to one of my favorite verses in the New Testament because it is so clear about the times that we're living in today. And when you come to 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 1, the Holy Spirit begins to speak through the Apostle Paul about events that are going to occur in society at the very end of the age. And in 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 1, the Holy Spirit says this, know also that in the last days, perilous times shall come. Now the Greek words used in this verse are so important that today we're going to take this entire verse apart word by word to examine what every word in this text means. And the word this is very important. It is the Greek word talto, which points to something very, very specific. It is as if the Holy Spirit is pointing his finger into the future and he's saying this, pay attention, this, he's been explicit and specific. Then he says this no also, but when you read this in the Greek text, the word also precedes the word no, and that is very, very important because the Greek word is the word day, and the word day describes something that is emphatic, something that is categorical. You could translate it as the word indeed. It points to something categorical and emphatic, and this is very, very important because the Holy Spirit is describing something we need to know indeed. And furthermore, he's not describing something that might happen or something that could potentially develop. He's speaking in absolute terms, absolutely, emphatically, categorically, indeed, what he is about to describe is going to take place in the end of the age. And he says, this no, also the Greek literally says, this indeed no, this emphatically no, this categorically no, and the word no is the direct form of the Greek word genosko. The word genosko is the Greek word which means to know something definitely, emphatically, and with absolute certainty. And this tells us again that the Holy Spirit in this verse is not describing something that might happen or something that could develop. He is describing something that emphatically, categorically is going to happen as we come to the wind-up wind of the age. Wow, this is important. And in fact, this Greek word genosko, the tense that is actually used in this verse describes something that must be known, something that must be acknowledged. It must be recognized. So there's no options for you and me. The Holy Spirit says, indeed, categorically, emphatically, you must know this. You must recognize this. You must acknowledge this. Wow. And I want to read to you just for a moment from page five of my book called Last Day's Survival Guide because I really cannot improve in what I've written here. The Holy Spirit is saying in this verse, 
and in the passage that follows that we need to really understand what he is about to say. This is not optional information. The Greek tense makes the message of this verse very strong. It is almost as if the Holy Spirit is reaching out from the pages of Scripture to grab us, shake us, and cause us to sit up straight, hold our heads high, open our eyes and ears so we can truly grasp what he is about to communicate. In this verse, the Holy Spirit speaks loudly, authoritatively, and emphatically because he wants us to fully grasp what he is about to say. His urgent desire is that we be prepared and not taken off guard when last day's events begin to take place with increasing frequency. What was coming in the future, the very time in which you and I are living right now, was so ominous that the Holy Spirit wanted to warn us in advance that perilous times were coming and His purpose was not to scare us. His purpose was to prepare us so we would be informed and spiritually equipped to navigate a last day's storm. And if we'll listen to what the Holy Spirit says in this verse and in the verses to follow, we'll be able to prepare ourselves to sail victoriously through these stormy waters. We'll not be overcome by the evil that Scripture says would become widespread in society as the age approaches its end. That is amazing. And that is why the Holy Spirit speaks in this verse so categorically and so emphatically saying this must be known, this must be acknowledged, this must be embraced. He really wants us to know this. So the verse says this know also that in the last days, perilous times shall come. Even the word that is important in Greek, it is the word hoti, which I call a pointer word. It's pointing to something very specific. And the use of this word hoti, which here is translated as the word that, tells us that the Holy Spirit was literally pointing his prophetic finger 2,000 years into the future, saying, I want you to know this. I want you to know this explicitly. And now he begins to describe what he wants us to know. He says that in the last days, perilous times will come. Now, somebody nearly always says last days, last times, here we go again. They've been talking about the last days for 2,000 years, and they're kind of skeptical about this being the last days. So let me ask you, when did the last days officially begin? And the answer is found in Acts chapter 2, verse 17, where the Bible says, and it will come to pass in the last days, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And of course, the first major outpouring of the Holy Spirit began on the day of Pentecost about 2,000 years ago. And according to Acts 2, verse 17, that triggered a period which is called the last days. And we have been living in the last days for 2,000 years. Now we're living at the very last of the last days. But some people call this the age of grace. Some people call this the church age. All of that is all right. But the Bible calls it the last days. And it began on the day of Pentecost. And it will continue all the way until the rapture 
rapture of the church. And my friends, you and I are living in the very closing days of that age. So the entire last days is a 2000 year period, but we're living in the last days of that period. And that is what the Holy Spirit is describing in this verse. And we know that because of the word last in 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 1, it is the Greek word eschatos. And listen to this. The word eschatos describes the ultimate end of a thing or the extreme end. It's not just the end. It is the ultimate end. It is the extreme end. In classical Greek literature, the word eschatos depicts a place furthest away, such as the ends of the earth. And in navigational terms, it described the final port or the last stop, stopping off place on a journey, something that is absolutely final, the very end. It is where we get the term for eschatology, which is the study of last times or end times. And now the Holy Spirit uses this word eschatos in 2 Timothy 3 verse 1 to describe what's going to happen at the ultimate end, the extreme end of the last days. When we get to this moment, it will be the last stopping off point. There'll be nowhere else to go on the journey. We are literally at the very end of the age. That is what the Holy Spirit is describing in this verse. And he says that in the last days, perilous times shall come. But what I want you to understand is this word eschatos really means when we come to the ultimate end of the church age, when you arrive at the very edge just before Jesus returns and you finally reach the further point and you can't go any further in those very end of the last days, the Holy Spirit says perilous times shall come. Come, what does perilous mean? The word perilous is a translation of the Greek word kalapos. This word kalapos is a powerful and frightening word that is only used two times in the entire New Testament. This word perilous, the Greek word kalapos, describes something that is dangerous, risky, or hurtful. It pictures something that is wounding. In literature, it depicts wild, vicious, uncontrollable animals that were unpredictable and dangerous. It pictures a deadly menace or denotes anything that is treacherous or potentially hurtful. It is used to describe ugly words which, when spoken, are hurtful and emotionally hard to bear. It depicts an action, a place, a person, or a thing that is harsh, harmful, filled with risk, a rare word used only twice in the New Testament. The other place where it is used is Matthew 8, verse 28. I'll show it to you in just a moment. And this is the word perilous, which is used in 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 1, which means the Holy Spirit prophesies dangerous, harmful, risky times will come at the end of the age. And the word times is the Greek word kairos, which speaks of a specific or definite season. So the Holy Spirit says, when you come to the very end of the trip, when there's no further that you can travel prophetically in time, that last season will be marked by very harsh, wounding, menacing, treacherous times. And he says, perilous times shall come. In Greek, this is a form of the Greek word enestemi. And this is very, very important because it is a compound of two Greek words, the word en and the word histomy. The word en means in, like to be in something. The word histomy means to stand. 
When you compound the two words together, these words shall come literally mean to stand in something, to stand in the middle of something, to be surrounded by something, to be encumbered by something, to stand in the very middle of whatever is being discussed. It signifies being surrounded by something so surrounded that you will feel as if there is no way to escape. And I want to read to you from page 11 in my book, Last Day's Survival Guide, about this particular Greek word, shall come. Listen to this. These words, shall come, the Greek word, inestemi, in are used by the Holy Spirit to prophetically declare that those who live in this last season will feel as if they are positioned in the very midst of and surrounded and encumbered on every side by inescapable developments. Do you feel like that? That's what the Holy Spirit said we would feel at the very end of the age. To the people who are part of this end time generation, it will feel like they are being assaulted by perilous times from every direction. In other words, they will feel as if there is no escaping this period of time. God has tagged you and me to live in this strategic season at the close of the age. And we can rest assured that the Holy Spirit will enable us to dodge every one of the enemy's attacks. He will empower us to help others find freedom and liberty from the darkness that is trying to encroach on society and upon the planet. And as Paul wrote the words of 2 Timothy 3, 1, it is almost as though he peered through a prophetic window that allowed him to see 2,000 years into the future to the very time in which you and I are living right now. And by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, Paul revealed what he had seen and vividly wrote about the sweeping changes that will emerge and become commonplace in society and culture at the very end of this age. And the Holy Spirit speaks in this chapter with such amazing accuracy. But let's continue. The RIV of this verse could be translated. You emphatically and categorically need to know with unquestionable certainty that in the very end of days, when time has sailed to its last port and no more time remains for the journey, that last season will stand in the midst of uncontrollable, unpredictable, hurtful, treacherous, menacing times that will be emotionally difficult for people to bear, which means you and I are very needed because people need what we have to offer them. But I want us to look at the other example of this word perilous, which is used in the New Testament. And we find it in Matthew 8, verse 28, where the Bible says, And when he, Jesus, was come to the other side into the country of the Gadarenes, there met him to possess with devils coming out of the tombs exceedingly fierce. Those words, exceedingly fierce, in Greek is the word kalopos, the very same word translated perilous in 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 1. And what you need to understand is when Jesus came to the other side of the sea into the country of the Gadarenes and the two met him out of the tomb and they were calipos, they were risky, they were treacherous, they were dangerous, they presented harm and destruction to anyone who was in that way. People were so terrified to pass by that way that the road there was considered to be an impasse. No one wanted to pass by that way because of the treachery and the danger associated with that particular route. Now that same word is used by the Holy Spirit 
in 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 1 to describe perilous times, which means when we come to the end of the age, people in general will feel as if they have hit an impasse. How can we ever get through this period? When they look at what is in front of them and around them, they will feel that they are surrounded and encumbered on every side by perilous events and perilous times. But my friends, when Jesus came to the other side of the sea into a situation that was treacherous, he did not run and hide. He rose to the occasion. He spoke the word of God and he brought deliverance to the situation in the very same way. This is not a time for you and me to hide. This is time for us to step forward with the word of God and power of God to help people who feel they've hit an impasse. Maybe you know people that have already suffered because of the times that we're living in today. They need you. They need the Word of God. They need the power of the Holy Spirit that is resident inside you. And this is not time for you to cower in fear or to tuck your tail and run. This is time for you to step forward and say, hey, we're living in the end of the age, which means God called us, God appointed us, and God anointed us for this season, and we can do it. And like Jesus, we're going to bring freedom and deliverance to anyone who feels they have hit an impasse in these treacherous, perilous times. My friends, we are anointed for this. We are chosen for this, and we can do it. But as we continue... In 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 2, we're going to begin to see the specific signs that the Holy Spirit said would develop in society as we come to the very end of the age. But right now, we're out of time, but I'll be back in just a moment, and I want to pray for you. We are living in the last of the last days. That means you will see and experience bizarre developments that no other generation has witnessed. How do you protect your family, your children, and your grandchildren from the evil being spread through all media, education, Hollywood, and the courts? With the Bible at your side and the Holy Spirit as your guide, you can sidestep every landmine the enemy has planted and walk into victory. God wants you to be anointed and victorious, regardless of an ever-darkening world. But you need to know what God says about these end times. In Rick's Last Day Survival Guide, you'll learn what the Holy Spirit prophesied about the end of the age, the major signs that we are in the wrap-up of the age, steps to stay free and victorious in this end-time season. Available in digital or physical formats, starting at just $24, you'll learn how to reach inside yourself to stir up the fire of God that is in you. In addition, right now you can order the companion books, Signs You'll See Just Before Jesus Comes for just $15 and Last Day's Survival Guide for only $25. There is so much information in the New Testament about end-time events that we cannot claim ignorance on this subject. And the scriptures tell us how to live victoriously through this end-time season. Don't miss this special offer, the series, Last Day's Survival Guide, and the companion books, Signs You'll See Just Before Jesus Comes, and Last Day's Survival Guide. Call the number on your screen now or go to renner.org to order. Call or go online now. Hey friend, this is Rick Renner and I want to give you a report about our ministry expansion project. As I've told you, our ministry is literally bursting at the seams. People are responding to us from all over the world. They're tuning in and listening to our teaching on television, on YouTube, in all kinds of media, and they're reaching out to us for prayer 
and for resources. And because of that, we need a new facility in Tulsa to accommodate all the souls that God is bringing to us. And at the same time, we are constructing a brand new TV facility in Moscow because we have outgrown this space. Now we are doing five to seven live broadcasts a day and we simply need a new studio. So at one time, we need a new studio in Moscow. We need a new building in Tulsa and you have done so much to help us, but we still have a ways to go. So I'm asking you to continue to pray about being a part of the giving team to help us achieve this monumental victory in our lives. It's not about buildings. It's never about buildings. It's about people. The only reason we need the space is because God is graciously sending us people and he is entrusting us to minister to them and to respond to their needs. And I think you know that in our ministry, we're very serious about ministering to those who reach out to us. Every day I sit in this chair and I bring teaching to people that I believe they can trust. We're told in Proverbs chapter 10, verse 21, that the lips of the righteous feed many. And I know that is my assignment from the Lord. And when you're a partner and when you're a part of the giving team to help us purchase the new building in Tulsa and to build the studio in Moscow together, we will bring teaching to people that they can trust and the word of God will change their lives. And I wanna say thank you for your help. And if you've not helped us yet, would you please pray about becoming a part of the giving team to help us achieve this monumental victory in our life. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Today's program has been jam-packed and we're only getting started. When we come back tomorrow, we're going to pick up in 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 2. Do not miss tomorrow, but please order the entire series, which is called End Times Survival Guide. It is 15 parts. It is just overflowing with revelation from the Holy Spirit about what we're going to see happen in the end of the age and how we can overcome all of it. It will strengthen you and it will encourage you, and it comes with a huge study guide that is filled with all the Greek words, the points, the principles, everything in the programs is also in the study guide. Please order yours today. And remember that we're also offering you right now my book called Signs You'll See Just Before Jesus Comes. Jesus gave us explicit signs in Matthew 24. We need to know what they are. And we're also offering you my book that I've been reading from today, which is called Last Day's Survival Guide. The foreword is written by Perry Stone. The subtitle says, A Scriptural Handbook to Prepare You for These Perilous Times. My friend, the Holy Spirit is not in the business of scaring us, but He is in the business of preparing us, and we need to be prepared to deal with these end times so we can survive and even thrive in them. But let me pray for you right now. Father, I thank you in the name of Jesus that we have the Word of God as our guide. We have the power of the Holy Spirit on the inside and you've anointed us and you've appointed us to live in this age. Help us to use the word and to use the power of the Holy Spirit to help others who feel they're surrounded by peril. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow. I'll be back tomorrow, but until then, 
I want you to remember Ecclesiastes 8, verse 4. It says, where the word of a king is, there is power. Let the word of God work in you today, and I'll see you tomorrow. Rick Renner Ministries is proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ through every available media to the uttermost parts of the earth. Discover the many ways you can help us make a difference in lives around the world with the Word of God. We invite you to partner with us in teaching, strengthening, and rescuing lives for the glory of God. Together, we can make a difference that will last throughout eternity.